So we've been talking a little bit about what the trip was like to Sweden. So we kind of touched on that. Although there's a lot of other stories I got to get to. I ran into Tommy Sallow, former Oiler netminder, mm-hmm. and we had a great conversation for uh, almost a half an hour. But he passed along something to me that I want to pass along to everybody out there. But we'll do that in the next hour. A lot of people have been wondering what happened to Team Canada. Well, you know what? I figured we better get somebody on who knows a little bit about his hockey. A guy who's been watching hockey for a very, very long time. And joining us is Dennis Bayak, one of the voices on TSN for a very, very long time. Joins us on the show. Dennis, how are you? You can't keep people in suspense with the Tommy Sallow story for an hour. You don't think I can? Well, that's not fair. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. I'll spill the beans. I I ran into him, and the one thing he's told me, he says, Bryn, you have to do one thing when you go back. Please tell everybody in Edmonton how much I enjoyed my time with the Oilers. He said, I never really felt that I had an opportunity to thank people enough in Edmonton for the time I spent with my family in Edmonton playing for the Oilers. And I said, well, you know what? Wasn't a very good team defensively when you were there, Tommy. Right, and you did the best that you possibly could. Uh, I always enjoyed. Well, I was working for the team at the time, and I always enjoyed working with Tommy. Very, very low key. Well, you know what the Swedes are like. They got a great sense of humor, but they got a very deadpan sense of humor. And Tommy was one of those guys. But he uh, he wanted me to make sure that I said that he and his family enjoyed their time in Edmonton immensely, and that he wished that he had an opportunity to do a better job of it. And the other thing he said was that he's got to start finding his way over here now for more Oiler alumni events thought about it for the Dougie Waite thing, but he's also coaching junior hockey in Sweden, and he says he's enjoying that immensely, so he looked very happy. That's all I can... I thought he looked great. I, I, I'm the only one who looked like he's aged in that conversation, so it was kind of fun to see him, but hey, you're back in one piece. What do you think of the event? Okay, so do you call to talk to me or talk about Tommy Sell? <laughs> oh, it's going to be like that course. today. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Oh, man. Uh, I, I, I'm with you on the jet lag. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. No, no, all is good. Yes. Uh, you know what? And I'll just follow up. Uh, I'm glad you told that Tommy Saddle story. It had to get told. Yeah. And uh, for people that maybe aren't available in an hour to, to hear it next hour or whatever, uh, now they know, and I can just follow up on that, that I very much enjoyed my two years in Edmonton as well. As for the World Junior, of course, you know, I was on the other side. Didn't see much of the Canada game. Yeah. Certainly when I got back, watched uh, bits and pieces of it here and there. Uh, it just, you know what happens? That tournament goes by in a hurry. Oh, yeah. And uh, once you struggle to score in one game as a player, uh, it's over in a hurry. And uh, they just never were able to get comfortable offensively. I think if there was concerns about the goaltending, I think that went away. Yes. Uh, defensively, I think they were fine, other than, you know, maybe missing some pieces back there that could have helped with the offensive side of things. But, um, and you know what? Uh, the balance in junior hockey at the international level is getting the is getting closer and closer between the top teams and the bottom teams, and we saw that with uh, with with Switzerland. We saw that even with Norway, and uh, and that. So uh, as much as Canadians won gold every year, uh, it doesn't work that way. There's other teams that are very good, and uh, would have been nice to see them get to the uh, past the quarters. But they played a very good team in the quarterfinals, uh, and and that's the way it goes. So uh, they'll retool. From what we understand, Craig Button tells us that next year's group is very good, 
and uh, that Canada will be right back as one of the favorites next year in Ottawa. Dennis Reed Wilkins here. Good to talk to you. Hi, Reed. Good to talk to you. I, I, I was wondering. Uh, I mean, you got to call these games in in Sweden. You've done other World Juniors. You've been in NHL rinks, WHL rinks. Uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Do you have a favorite broadcast location or a favorite rink where you just felt like, man, oh, man, I could call a game here every day? Probably uh, Queen's Park Arena in New Westminster where they brought a ladder. You climbed up and you <laughs> were put in the Oregon loft and you hoped like heck somebody after the game had a ladder and came down and got you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Montreal For- the Montreal Forum, uh, I think, is the... Uh, is the best spot to call uh, NHL games. Uh, it's a gondola. Uh, you know, the Winnipeg press box is very good. The old Edmonton press box was very good. The new one, not so much. Uh, and that, but I would have to think the, just because of what the building is, uh, the history in the building. Uh, so in Montreal, I think where they've got the, the gondola that you're, you're kind of out over top the ice surface a little bit. Uh, I, I think that would be, that would be the best spot I think for calling games in the, in the NHL. See, I wanted to, when I tracked you down today, I said I want to talk about the World Juniors, which I kind of did. But I really wanted to uh, to salute you more than anything, because I know you called your final game uh, at this event and your final game. And when I started taking a look at everything that you've done in hockey, your career, did play-by-play in Flin Flon with the Saskatoon Blades, with the Victoria Cougars, the Thunderbirds in Seattle. You did the Marley games in the American League for a little bit. You've been in management. You did the Oiler games for two years from 95 to 97. Then you moved to do the Leafs for 14 years from 97 to 2011. And then the Jets for 11 years from 2011 to 2022. And you're finally packing it in. Are you crazy? <laughs> through all of that and I'm only 52 years old it's amazing uh, yeah started when I was four uh, <laughs> no you know what uh, guys it was a uh, it was a terrific terrific run I enjoyed every one of those cities uh, that you mentioned uh, there was good times and bad but that's the nature of sports that's the nature of the world and uh, but I came out of every place uh, not bitter at anything, even in Tri Cities when I got let go there. Yeah, uh, we worked out well because it got me to the National Hockey League. Uh, and for I mean, I say this in all uh, sincerity for a farm kid who him and his brother played ball hockey, and I was the goaltender and the play by play guy uh, for it to uh, morph into what it did. And then to get the opportunity to be a general manager in the Western Hockey League, which I think is an absolute terrific junior hockey league, uh, as is the CHL. Um, uh, you know, I think the players come there, at, at, get into your organization at 15 and 16, and you see these kids develop. Yeah. And you see these kids leave at 19 and 20 as, as men drafted to the National Hockey League or got an education and go on to be doctors and lawyers and plumbers and, and electricians and whatever else they do. Uh, I, I loved every minute of it. And uh, it just became... There had to be a time. I mean, everybody has to retire eventually. Yeah. And uh, travel, as you know, is getting harder. You just came back from Sweden. Uh, we, we still want to do some traveling, that we being Bev and I. 
Uh, we still want to do some traveling. We still want to do some things. Uh, we don't want to be rushed into saying, hey, we got to get this done in the next 18 months before we get too old to travel. So, uh, you know, we're still very healthy and, uh, and plan to do some things. And uh, I've had a blast doing it all. And good for Dan Robertson, who took my job in Edmonton, and good for whoever will get the World Championship next year and the World Junior Championship next year because it's a great tournament. Well, you've been a great friend to me, and I wanted to thank you on the air. I didn't want to just do it over a coffee in Sweden. So thanks for joining us, and we'll, we'll see you on the golf course in Kelowna at some point, okay? Yeah, Brent, it was great catching up in Sweden. You had a great group of fans there, and uh, and that and uh, it was it was good catching up with a lot of people. And Reed, always good to chat with you. And you guys have yourselves a great day, and we'll see each other down the road someplace. Thanks, Dennis. Talk to you later. All right, man. All right, yep, take there care. You go. What a career. What an NHL career. What a career. What a hockey career he's had. So, like I said, I, I, I basically teased him into coming on to talk about the World Juniors, but I wanted to talk about his career because it was sensational.